0: The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business.
1: Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy.
0: Hello, and today on The Email Marketing Show, we're talking about the six essential email marketing automations that you need in your email marketing engine.
1: E, that's a lot of ease you said there. Now listen, folks, when this podcast comes to an end, we don't want you to feel like you're stuck there all alone with loads of questions and things you're wondering about. So instead, come and hang out, come and share whatever it is that you are working on with your email marketing and get stuck into the training, the resources and the general good crack in our free Facebook group, Just go to any web browser like Safari or Chrome or Firefox and other web browsers are available. Type in robandkennedy.group. It will forward you to our Facebook group. Or if you've got the Facebook group app on your phone or whatever, you can just search for the email marketing show community. Hey, we're good at email marketing, not giving things names.
0: (laughs) That's totally true. Recently, he came to the shocking realisation that he's actually a massive introvert. Yes, it's hypnotist Robert Temple
1: and despite having eaten there and loving cheesecake has never made it to eating cheesecake at the Cheesecake Factory because by the time that comes around he's always too full it's the mind reader it's Kennedy Well, hey,
0: Kennedy. I can't speak for their meatballs though cracking cracking pair of meatballs you get at the Cheesecake Factory
1: now they can help you see it's not called the Meatball Factory though it
0: depends what time you go
1: you've got to listen
0: You email marketing hero you yes we are here robin kennedy every single week helping course creators coaches and membership site owners just like yourself to make email marketing less of a numbers game and put the odds back in your favor with harder hitting higher converting psychology driven email marketing today rob we're talking about these email marketing automation majigs yes
1: yeah, I mean, at the very, very beginning of this, I think it's worth pointing out the fact that there's so much stuff going on in the world of email marketing and in your email marketing system, from subscribers to tags to campaigns to broadcasts to automations to segments to you know everything, that it can be a bit overwhelming. And one of the things that we have battled with when we started doing email marketing, like, I don't know, 14 years ago or something, is trying to figure out what does it look like into to to make like an automation work alongside everything else that you've got going on, let alone having loads of automations. So how do you have it so that, you know, one automation isn't fighting against another one and then broadcasts and need to fit in here somewhere. That's like a whole different episode. So I think it's really important to realize that the, Uh, you know, the automation ability that we have inside email marketing platforms now is so good. Whatever platform you're using is so good that we can now dig it. We can dig into this and make it do some amazing stuff.
0: We can, but the thing is we don't need to get like over the top with it. Like you can just, you know, I I always say if, if, uh, if, if reality television show, like Britain's got talent and all that stuff and America's got talent has taught us anything. It doesn't, it's just because you can, doesn't mean you should. And that it's it's true. And yes, you can, you can do all these, you know, these weird, whiz-bang things inside these platforms, but you don't need to. The, for me, what I really like about e, about using automations in emails is it allows you to give a better experience to your subscribers. So it takes care of your subscribers and it alleviates a lot of that pressure on you as the person sending emails to always be on top form. Because there's some days when I'm just like not feeling that interesting or that fun or entertaining but at least you know that if that's the first day someone's just joined your list they're not going to like hear from you on a bad day it basically allows you to always show up and make a really good first impression when in terms of some of your automations anyway if you're using like the first impression type automations which we'll get into in a minute get, i guess but it means you can always show up and have that first impression that's really really good and you always know that people are taken care of even if you're not around that day or whatever it's going to be so Email marketing basically drops down into two different things. One of them is, I mean, there's three essentially, but we're going to talk about two of them. It's automations, things that are completely automated, no matter what's happening, they're happening. And that's usually a string, a series, a sequence of emails which have some kind of delay between them or something kicking off the next one. It might be time, it might be someone clicking on a link, and we'll talk a bit about that as well. These are a string of different communications, emails in our case, that that go together compared to the day to day what we call snowball emails. In some systems they're called like in active campaign, they call them campaigns. I think um, in InfusionSoft and Keep they call them broadcasts. I think AWeber call them broadcasts as well. The, the thing you're sending in real time, but we're really talking about automations, and we've narrowed it down to basically we were just thinking what are the what is the minimum viable sort of system to set up your email engine. And we've come up with six, six automations you need.
1: These are the ones where if any of these were missing or we weren't you know, working towards having these six, I'd feel like there was a hole in the system somewhere and the, somebody could slip through, they could miss something, or actually they're just not gonna get the best possible experience out of being your subscriber. And you're actually going to miss out on the opportunity to sell them something, potentially.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of thing that we talk about a lot and actually share our individual emails and campaigns with our members of the League. So if you are already a member of the League, you'll be familiar with many of these. And this is a really good reminder of bringing these things together. If you're not a member of the League yet and you're not sort of familiar with that, it's cool. This is going to be a really good introduction for you as to what these six core automations that you really need to have uh, in, in your business. So the first one, Rob, is the delivery automation. Do you want to talk a little bit about what the hell that does?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So obviously at some point, in order for somebody to start receiving these emails, at some point they've given you the, their email address. And if you are anything like us, you're probably keen on having as many people do that as possible and also have a bunch of different ways they can do it. So one of the things you need to do is obviously have a delivery automation, a delivery campaign or a delivery sequence for every single thing that somebody can come into your business for. So if you've got one of those snazzy lead magnets that we talk about, or if you've got a webinar, or if you've got like a newsletter sign up on your blog or something like that, or for example, if you went and subscribed to our podcast over at emailmarketingheroes.com or the show.com to receive our email notifications about the podcast, you're going to be joining our list. And so when somebody does that, you need to do something to deliver that end result, to send them a confirmation and let them know that's happened, to send them the free report or the free video or whatever it is, whatever the widget is that you are giving away for free. And I think, do you know what? A lot of people really drop the ball on this and really miss out on an opportunity here uh, that actually came up in a previous episode of the email marketing show all the way back when we spoke to Mike Capuzzi and and on the idea of having multiple emails now if you want to check out that episode just go to the emailmarketingshow.com forward slash doodles you'll find out why when you listen um and mike shared a really interesting thing which is most people when they opt in for your free magic they don't go and get it because whatever that shiny thing was that drew them in i think there's a few reasons for it one when they when they put their name and email address in they're expecting it to just download for them and then they find out they've got to go to their inbox and that's a load of effort because that means using their thumb to close one app, and then open a different one. And that's a lot of effort. Um, So we want to have a sequence of emails that are designed to chase somebody to go ahead and download, and not just download, but consume that thing as well. So it's a really good way to talk about different use cases of the free thing, or talk about different things that are included in the free thing. And really, uh, over the course of like, in our in our system, usually it's like four emails over three days, we'll typically say, hey, you didn't go and grab the thing yet, go and grab the thing. And of course, when they do click to grab the thing, you might want to take them out of that sequence, or you might want to let it play out and just tell them some more amazing stuff that they can find inside it. So you want to have a delivery sequence that's going to go ahead and take the person and give them the thing they requested. Otherwise... Yeah. It's a bit shady.
0: It's a bit shady, and the thing is, it doesn't actually just work for free things you give away. Like for for like the first year of our business, there was no way of getting on our email list without buying something. We only had a customer list. We did not allow people to join our list for free. And yes, we had some very low cost things, but we wanted to make sure we were growing a really solid base of so people. weren't just weren't just building a huge list for no reason. Because as we all know, they're not like they're not like Pokemon. We're not trying to collect all of the email addresses, right? Anyway, so um, so this does work for de- the delivery of a paid product as well, at whatever level. And the whole point of that is to get them to go, and, to go and download that thing. The second sequence that's really important is the consumption sequence. And you'd be amazed at how many people don't do this. Absolutely amazed. The moment that somebody joins your list is your prime opportunity to get them to realise just how good... The thing they have opted in for, the thing they've just bought is. And what's amazing is people don't know how valuable something is until you really spell it out for them. If, if you've done any coaching at all, a major part of coaching is making sure the person who's, who you're coaching realises how valuable what you've just shared with them is. Going, isn't that great? How is that going to help you? Wow, that's brilliant. And feeding back to people. If you've experienced coaching, you'll know that same thing. It's oftentimes you've gone through a process of coaching and you come at the end of it and you go, was that any good? It's not because the coaching wasn't good. It's because the coach hasn't been good at reminding you of the value. So a really good way of doing that in a consumption sequence, just, I mean, we'll give you the the, the cliff notes on it. And there's obviously more to be said on this. It's basically just to, to Point them at, hey, if, it, if it's a book, for example, an ebook or a PDF type thing, hey, how do you do, tell them about a big problem in the email. Good news, I'm not trying to sell you that thing. That's already covered in detail on page 12 of the book you've already got. That's amazing, right? To get an email from someone after you've just purchased something or got something for free, that's not selling you on something, but selling you on consuming and getting value from the thing. And the great thing about doing it is when somebody realizes the value of the thing they've already got, even if they don't implement it. So uh, one of of our clients is a lady called Tracy who, who helps people out with their images. She helps women to feel great and look great in their clothes, right? And if she sends them a thing which says, hey, you're going to look great if you go and do this thing you're going to realize actually yes I am going to feel really good about that but also Tracy's really good at this advice I actually get benefit from it even if I don't take her advice even if I don't apply what she said in that email I know that it's good because you're directing me I think a lot of us rely on the fact that we think and we assume people are going to actually consume the stuff they read from us and they download from us and they buy from us. That's not the case. But if you can tell them the value of it from just the emails themselves, then you're an absolute winner.
1: And of course, once people start to realize the value that's in the thing they've bought, they are much more likely to become a repeat customer later. And that means there is an an argument to say, actually, let's focus on getting them to consume the thing they've got before we start talking about the next thing they could potentially buy. So that really is important. We have a friend, I think we've all got a friend who tells you the funniest jokes in the world. And you know, they're funny because he loves to tell you how funny they are. As soon as he's told you, he'll tell you the joke and he'll say, Hey, that was funny, wasn't it? And sometimes you need to do that as the coach, the expert, the author, the product creator there whatever send them emails that go hey you know that thing you bought it's blooming good you know uh, and and that's how they know that it's good because you've told them it is and you've shown them why it's good as well so the
0: the, so the challenge with that sequence is to see can you show people how good the thing they just bought is regardless of whether they even open it and that's the challenge really isn't it all right let's go on to totally. third, the third the third the, third, the third automation. <laughs>
1: Now, the next one, we're going to show our age here, folks. We're going to show our age here. Uh, The next one was actually named because we're big musical theatre fans, whether you like it or not. And uh, we actually named this one after the song from the musical The King and I, which is a classic, isn't it? I mean, you only have to look at the picture quality in the movie and you can see what a classic (laughs) it is. Um... And yeah, it's called the Getting to Know You sequence, named after the song Getting to Know You. And effectively, this is like the welcome on board type sequence. This is our version of the welcome sequence. We think of it a bit like when you get on a train and you hear the train guard over the tannoy say, welcome aboard the 1942 train service to Bristol. Uh, and you think, oh, it's excellent. I'm going to Bristol. I'm on the right train. And then, unless you're not going to Bristol, but that's okay. Uh, but it at least that you know Bristol, you're on the wrong train. You know, they exactly. get you get off before
0: the doors
1: train, close, yeah, you know, that's pretty well. It cool. has happened to me. It has it's happened me. to me. <laughs> and then, and then it tells them what's going to happen. So the train guard would tell you, we're going to call at these stations. We're going to call at these stations at this particular time. Uh, we're going to have a buffet thing. We're going to open down the train and you're going to be able to buy a Fanta and a Twix. And you feel good about it because you know everything that's going to happen. You know what to expect. Etc. And so you want to make sure you've got a sequence that tells people that's okay. Now, big secret for you here, as you probably know, because we've talked about it a lot, we email our list, uh, email marketing heroes, 365 days of the year. And people say, how do you get away with that? Now, of course, that's a whole episode in itself. It's probably loads of episodes in itself. However, one of the ways that we get away with it is by telling people that's what's going to happen and then giving them permission to leave if that's not for them, but also positioning why that's a good thing. And so our getting to know you sequence helps us do a bunch of things. It helps us to position what is going to happen and why that's good and why they should want it, but why it's okay to leave if it's not. And very few people do leave. Then we give them the option. Then the next bit of that is to tell them about why we're cool and why our sort of position is unique within our marketplace. Why do we stand apart from our competitors and why should they listen to us? And then we also get to find out what they want. We get to tell them a bit more about us and ask them questions. In fact, in ours, there's three different places that we say, tell us a bit more about what you're doing because we'd love to find out more and really set the scenes for everything that is going to happen. We think of this as being like the handover because somebody's just put their name and email address in to download like our free flash sale campaign that you can get at emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash flash, I think, forward slash flash. Yeah, uh, you can it. download that. But as soon as you give us your email address, we now need to make you okay with the fact that we're going to keep emailing you beyond giving you that free thing. Mm-hmm. And our getting to know you sequence helps us to do that perfectly as well as making sure that all of the future communications we send you are going to be A, expected, B, wanted, and C, totally relevant to you.
0: I love it. I love it. So i someone's been through the getting to know you sequence and you've orientated them into who you are, your position, because I've been on people's list where I've opted in for the thing and then they start bragging about stuff. And I'm like, I don't even know who the hell you are. Like, I just want that free thing, right? You've, you've achieved all of that through your getting to know you sequence. But then if they now just go into your day-to-day sort of what we call snowball emails, your, your day-to-day email that you're sending out a few times a week or maybe once a day if you're like us – the problem is, if you're partway through, like, telling people, here's what, Jan-, you know, the next email you get from somebody is, here's what Janet said about XYZ Ninja 2.0. You're like, I don't know what XYZ Ninja 2.0 is. I don't know why Janet said that thing. I don't know what it's helping Janet to do. There's no context for that. So what we do at that point is we then, the next automation we really, we really all need to have in our in our system is what we call the Overture Campaign. Yes, it's another musical theatre reference. Most of our stuff has something to do with something in musical theatre, just for our own amusement. Movement, but it's that it's that whole thing at the beginning that sets it all up. It basically introduces the premise. It introduces what your product is, the need for it why it helps from the beginning it's the orientation it's the bit of the beginning when you walk into a dinner party people are already having a bit of a chat it's the person who steps out of that circle and says by the way they're just talking about that new film on the cinema and it's about this and this and this have you seen it no well this happens and that happens so when you join the conversation you can join the conversation rather than being that awkward one who's like who which which, which what is that the first one or the second one? I'm like, Oh no you feel a bit just like get awkward right you don't you don't want to be that person so the over overture campaign that you have in there is to literally set up and go, by the way, this is one of my main products. This is what it does. This is why it's going to be helpful to you. So you want to have an overture campaign as one of your absolute core automations.
1: Then of course you're going to have some more, you know, maybe sales campaigns. Maybe you do your sort of day-to-day broadcasty type emails that we call snowballs. Again, we'll tell you about that another time. But uh, along the way, you also want to have something called the Tell Me More campaign. Now, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you, folks. This might have been named after something from a musical as well, uh, from Greece, of course, the classic that we all know and love. The Tell Me More campaign is really a really good way to pick up on the vibes and feel the pulse of the list, uh, like Chris Ozakowski talked about all the way back a little while ago a few other guests have talked about that as well actually we can monitor the pulse of our list and pay attention to who is most interested in all of our stuff and that also means that we can follow up with them in a more intense way. So here's what I mean about that. We email our list seven days a week. And most of the time we're talking about the league of extraordinary of email marketing heroes, because that is super important to us. That's our core offer in our business. So because we're talking about that a lot, that means we're putting it in front of our subscribers a lot, and you're going to be doing the same thing with your core offer. And what that means is that regularly people get the chance to click on a link and go and look at the sales page. So what we do is we actually put some tracking in place to monitor those people, like a hawk, and find out who's going to look at it more than other people. Think about it like this. If you've got two people walking into a shop at the same time, one of them walks straight up to a product, picks it up, starts looking at it, turns the packaging around, reads the back, gets the tape measure out, starts measuring it up. And the other one walks around looking at the sky, mouth wide open, collecting flies, and occasionally looks at a product. Which one of those two people is the salesman going to go and chat to first? Of course, it's going to be the one who looks hyper interested, right? So you need to be able to model that with your email marketing. So here's what we do. We look out for three clicks to our sales page over a 60 day period. That's just our metrics and our business. You can make up your own that feel relevant to you. So if somebody goes and looks at our sales page, they might just be interested to see what it is. The second time they go and look at the sales page, maybe they like didn't. what's that league thing again? And they just like need a bit more clarification. The third time though, in 60 days that somebody goes and looks at that, they're now in a consideration phase. They are going there with some intent. And so it's only because we know that most people who have intent to buy never do actually buy. We know we need to follow up with them. That's why retargeting works. That's why cart abandonment sequences work. So we needed to make sure that we're doing something here. So if those people click on our link three times in 60 days to look at the same one core product, we put them into our tell me more campaign. Do you know what we do? We tell them more. We've just taken through a series of different angles where we cover all the bases, answer the questions that we know they might have, that maybe they've, the sales page hasn't addressed fully, and make sure that they have all of the information they need in order to decide that they actually want to buy. And at the end of it, they either buy or they go back into our day-to-day snowball emails and we give them another crack
0: that's it so that's the that's the uh, that's the fifth one the sixth one is and this is this is a really important one there are people who are changing lanes in their life at all times they're they're now when they joined your list they were really interested in what it is you do but things change in their life or maybe you become you became less relevant to them or for whatever reason they've just stopped opening your emails or even worse they've stopped opening your emails and they stopped clicking and replying and engaging with the emails you're sending them and that actually damages your reputation as an email sender. That means people like Gmail and all the others start thinking, you know what it is? Not many people are opening this person's emails. They maybe aren't delivering very high quality, really engaging and very interesting content. So they start considering moving you over to the spam folder. And certainly, even if they didn't do that, which they do, people who are just on your email list, who are not opening your emails, not clicking on links, not checking your stuff out, not engaging with you, they're just sitting around they're not going to give you any money they're not going to buy from you and you're paying to host all those people because every email marketing platform around that I know of anyway I think um, they charge you based on how many subscribers you've got to your list so if any of those subscribers are not engaging with your stuff they're not being able to buy from you they're actually just costing you more money so to get overcome that we have another musical theatre related name for another campaign and that's what we call the revival campaign and in the revival campaign the whole point of that is if somebody does if somebody disengages you can decide what disengagement means to you. If somebody disengages, stop engaging with your emails, opening them, clicking the links in them and stuff like that for a certain amount of time, then we put them straight into this Revival campaign. And the only job of that Revival Automator campaign is literally to do things and hit on them from different psychological standpoints that make them open your emails, click your links, and wake up again. We almost called it the Wake Me Up campaign, but uh, it didn't have a musical theater reference, so we called it the Revival campaign. That's it, so those six automations that we think are the minimum viable engine that you need to have in your email marketing engine, they are Delivery to deliver it, consumption to get them to see the value in it, the getting to know you sequence in order to get to know them and they get to know you, your overture campaign to introduce your core product, your tell me more campaign so that when people want to find out more, they're hyper engaged and hyper interested, you tell them more and your revival campaign that's going to revive people who've started to fall asleep.
1: Now, the good news is you don't have to have this all up and running by tomorrow lunchtime in order to start growing your list or doing more good email marketing. You do, you do however, need to build a plan to start building this stuff out. So you could say, okay, great, this week and next week I'm going to focus on having my delivery campaign working properly. Then the week after that, I'm going to focus on consumption and so on and so forth. Just have a plan, put it in place. If you're a league member, then you'll know we walk you through that plan. And if you're not, well, maybe you want to come and check it out, but just put yourself a plan in place where you're going to go ahead and you are going to build out each of those campaigns.
0: By the way, yeah. And if you want to check out the league, all the information on that is over at emailmarketingheroes.com slash league. Email, email How predictable. I know, emailmarketingheroes.com slash league. We don't get clever with with the titles of that kind of stuff, but we do have all the campaigns, all of our emails, the structure, the timing, all that sort of stuff mapped out for you inside the league, so all you league members, you'll be fully aware of that already.
1: Now, if you'd like to continue this conversation and find out how all of this fits into your business, how can you do this with your particular niche, your particular business, your particular audience, and your particular list, come and hang out in our totally free Facebook group called the Email Marketing Show Community. Just go to Facebook, search for the Email Marketing Show or the Email Marketing Show Community. You'll find us fast enough. We're a friendly bunch. Come on in. Tell us a bit about what it is that you're doing, and we'll see how we can help you out as best as we possibly can
0: lush okay so let's go into this week's subject
1: line of the week subject line of the week Now, this week, the subject line of the week is a trick question. And then it's that little emoji where he's like smiling, but he's also just sweating a little bit uncomfortably as well. (laughs) And uh, the point of this one, and this is really interesting, you know, this is uh, definite evidence that most of my subject lines uh, tend to be about the story we tell in the email and not about the benefit or the promise. A lot of the time we go with sort of interesting curiosity-led subject lines that directly relate to the story that I'm going to tell, rather than talking about the lesson itself. Mm. So in this particular email, I talked about a tricky crossword clue. that was a little bit misleading when trying to do a crossword. And then that ended up talking totally differently about email marketing and talking about how your subscribers have to understand things about you and your products. Now, those two things don't sound related at all, but they are when you follow our little framework for writing emails. Mm. So a trick question and a little smiley, sweaty emoji, that was this week's subject, subject line, line of, of the, the week. week, subject line of, of the week.
0: week. By the way, if you want to receive these emails that we keep talking about and you're not already, you can do that. And the easiest way to do it, honestly, is just to go over to, and join our Facebook group, which is, like Rob said, the email marketing show community. So that'll um, that'll be where you can go. And as you join the group, you'll be asked, do you want to join our email list? You put your email address into there. We'll get you on our list and you'll start receiving our getting to know you sequence. You'll start to receive our delivery sequence. Sequence. you'll start to go through these things and then you'll start to get our daily emails as well so I think that's it for another episode we're back next week make sure if you haven't already smash the subscribe button as the cool cats say and we'll see you next week on the email marketing show Bye. The email marketing-